This is Skip Hall welcoming you to Heart of the Athlete, brought to you by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring athletes, coaches, and sports personalities of the Treasure Valley. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA. That's the Fellowship of Christian Athletes radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for FCA here in Idaho, and in the studio with me is our co-host, Pablo Moreno. Good morning, Ken. Pablo, you're our FCA director in Ada County, aren't you? Ada County and Boise State, yep. That's right. And our, our guests this morning, and we're just really happy and super blessed to have uh, Coach Paul Williams uh, in the studio with us. Paul, it's great to have you here. Well, thank you, Ken. I'm really excited to be here. I know you've been on the on the show in the past, and uh, we're looking forward to continuing our conversation with you and about what God's been doing and what he has on your heart. So Great. Well, folks, we want to thank KBXL, of course, for having the show on the air, as well as uh, Jim's Well Drilling. Appreciate their support of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and also this show, The Heart of the Athlete. Uh, and if you need a, you've got some property and you need a, a well drilled or you, uh, you've got a current well that you need him to take a look at, um, just give Jim a call. And he's got office, uh, he deal, does, does work both in McCall area and in Valley County and here in the, in the Treasure Valley. Also, Skip Hall and Associates, uh, we appreciate their support of the ministry and this, sh- this show. And uh, if you have any wealth management um, questions or investment planning uh, uh, questions that you need help with or anything on on trust or any uh, both individual type accounts or corporate accounts, um, give Coach Hall a call. And uh, Coach Hall was former Boise State head football coach, and uh, he uh, coached up at University of Washington as well. And uh, so we appreciate his support. And also Mike Verdon, auto and RV sales there on Fairview Avenue, uh, just uh, west of Eagle Road on Fairview. Um, if you're in the in the market for uh, – to get a car, an RV, go by uh, Verdon Auto and RV Sales and, and take a look and talk to those guys over there. Mike's a great supporter of, of the ministry and this show as well, and uh, we just appreciate his support. And he's a former quarterback there at Boise State. So, And then Awakenings Coffee House over here on the, the northwest corner of Overland and Five Mile. We appreciate their support of this show. So, Well, um, Pablo, we got a camp coming up, right? Uh uh, coming up here in June, a couple camps, uh, FCA camps coming up in June. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the, those camps? Yeah, so every year um, in, in June, we have the privilege of hosting one of the main Northwest FCA summer camps. And uh, this year, it's going to be June 25th to the 29th, um, held at NNU in Nampa. And it's for junior high students through high school. And uh, basically what this camp is, is an opportunity for students to be invested in when it comes to the athletic ability, as we offer uh, just breakout sessions for the students to be invested in by coaches uh, in collegiate levels or high school high school levels, and also collegiate athletes come and help the coaches run the clinics with the kids. So it's an amazing time of, of investing in these students. And we're also going to have the opportunity to have um, Helen. Yeah, Helen. She's an Olympic champ, uh, the women's uh, wrestling champ and uh, champion from the, the Olympics two years ago. And uh, she uh, didn't have, I don't think she had a point scored on her. She beat the Japanese gal who had been untouchable. Yeah. And uh, so it looks like she's going to be at our camp. We're come, really excited about that. Come out and help out. And uh, the wrestling. So we have great, just great clinicians come and serve these kids. And, and then also um, the college students play a big role in mentoring these students as, as uh, these kids have an opportunity to be 
around college athletes all day um, throughout throughout the day for the weeks. They'll have two breakout Bible studies with these college kids, and then in the evening, an amazing chapel service. So they're invested in when they're athletic, uh, their, their sport ability, but also in their spiritual life. Lives are changed, completely transformed. We have parents saying, "What happened to my kid at camp?" And they're, they they left one way and came back a different way, you know, and left with anger and came with peace, left with bitterness, came with love, you know. So that's that's what happens. Um, and then if you're a college student and you have some time this summer to to get away and and serve. Uh, this is an amazing opportunity for college students, college athletes to come and invest in these kids. The college athletes will come June 22nd and they'll go home June 30th. And uh, they, it's basically a camp for college students where they're invested in and trained. Mm-hmm. And then they serve like a mission trip for these little kids, uh, younger kids. And then and then um, they stay till Saturday and we just have a, a time of just in, right. investing in them and loving on them. So. Yeah, there's no other opportunity for college athletes like this in the Northwest mm-hmm. and really for middle school and high school athletes mm-hmm. as well. Yep. And so, um, folks, you can get more information at fcaidaho.org and you can register right there. You can, uh, there's a, we have a camp page with lots of videos. You can, there's some testimonies on there. There's some uh, lots, you know, what to expect and what to bring and all that kind of good stuff. So. Um, and uh, we also have uh, just a, uh, and we have wrestling at that camp. We have about 16, 17 different sports, right? At that yep, camp. Yep. And then we also have um, a, a little two day wrestling camp on June 1st and 2nd. It's just a Friday night, all day Saturday. Uh, you don't stay overnight. And that one's open up also to elementary age kids, second grade or first grade, all the way through seniors. And so um, you can get that information on the website as well. That's right. So, that's right. And Paul, Coach Coach Williams, Paul, uh, you, you've you been to FCA, uh, quite a few FCA camps yourself, haven't you? I have, and they're always very exciting to attend. It's really great to see what God does in the lives of these kids once they just step out of their home environment and get a chance just to relax around other teenagers their age and be trained physically and spiritually. Mm-hmm. So you, I know you were in Wyoming, in Laramie yes. area for a while, and then you you were at that you went to the camp that, that was over there at that Northwest Community College, right? Yes, I have a couple times out of uh, not a Powell in Powell, Wyoming. I was going to say Cody, but I know it's yes. pretty close to Cody. Yes, it is Powell, Wyoming. And then I know you've you've worked and as a coach at, at our camp here. So how many years? How many camps? FCA camps have you? Worked? I've probably been at eight or ten FCA camps, and uh, starting in Wyoming, like you say, and. They're always exciting. Every time, it's just amazing to see what God does in the lives of kids. And uh, it's not not easy being a teenager nowadays. And these kids get to come and, and make friendships that will be lifelong. And they also are ministered to spiritually. They get to delve into their spiritual life. So mm. not only their body, but their soul and their spirit are being fed as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, that's great. Well, um, Coach, you got an opportunity. You you grew up in California, right? Yes. And then got an opportunity to to run track at UCLA back in the uh, late 60s. Is that right? 68 through 72. Tell us a little bit about that and what it was like. Being... It was a wild time. Ken. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, the Vietnam War was raging and there were just all kinds of issues taking place. And the campus was very volatile. I mean, the, the police came down and, and cleared out more than one time those that were protesting the Vietnam War. And it was also a great time to be able to minister and to share your faith with students that were looking for questions and answers to the problems in life. Hmm. So what years were you there at UCLA? 68, the uh, fall of 68 through the spring of 72. Wow. It was a great time. I mean, I had the great fortune of running on 
uh, a track team that won two national championships while I was there. We had wow. many Olympic athletes that were on that team that eventually would go to the Olympics. And it was just a, a great time. Our, our coach was just incredible at building team spirit. Mm-hmm. And we were really a family. It was a, it was a really wonderful experience. Wow. He was one of those 3D, those three-dimensional coaches, it sounds like. Not exactly. Not exactly. He was more of a motivator coach. <laughs> we would share the Lord with Coach Bush often. And uh, he was a pretty independent, self-made man. But he loved track and field, and he loved his athletes. Hmm. What events did you run there? I ran the 800-meter was my specialty. And... Then I, every now and then um, I would run on the mile relay, mm-hmm. which was I could fill in for, for what I call the big dogs. The, <laughs> the, they were really national caliber. I was very fortunate to be able to, to fit in there, and uh, it was a great time back when Steve Prefontaine was running. There was just a lot of a lot of rivalry between the schools, but the 800 meter was my specialty, and um, God gave me the ability to run that, and it really changed my life. I, I got that ability so I could become a Christian. I mean, that's the only reason I was, I got that gift. And people often say how hard the 800 meter is. Well, it really isn't if you're gifted. Huh. It's hard if you're not gifted. And, <laughs> and that's, I always feel sorry for the guy that runs a marathon in five hours, not the guy that runs it in two hours and 10 <laughs> minutes. But um, it was a great opportunity and a great time to be alive and a great time to come to Christ. Wow. You know, I, I was uh, at a conference recently and I heard a, a pastor from England. He, uh, he played professional soccer in England and, uh, his pastor now, his name's Graham Daniels, and he talked about a little bit what you were talking about there, that 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 sports was created by God, and we know that. Mm-hmm. We, we acknowledge that. I mean, sports was created by God, but to bring glory to God and to that people would see God through sports. Mm-hmm. And that and that, that we it was created that God created sports for us to enjoy and for but us to give that glory back to God. Yes. And uh, as you were talking about being the giftedness and to run the 800 meters, I mean, and then of course you, I mean, you ran barefoot, right? There were times, that was times the, not so much in college, but in my high school in career. high school days. And then the, the National Federation of Track and Field came out and said, no, we can't have you doing that. <laughs> but uh, I, I never wore a pair of shoes in the summer until I was in ninth grade. Wow. Was, you know, talking, Ken, about, about track and field, the, um, I became a Christian at UCLA. I wasn't a Christian when I first arrived, and I had several buddies on the track team that were Christians, and they used to try and get me involved. And uh, even though I was very successful, I was pretty empty and inside. I, I was looking for more in life. And I remember my track buddies would always laugh and have fun. I couldn't understand what they did on Friday and Saturday night huh. to have fun. And, and then finally... Uh, uh, I was taken to a, a Christian meeting where I met the Lord and invited Christ into my life, and my life began to change. And it was just the beginning of something really incredible. And and God used sport to mm-hmm. actually bring me into a relationship with Him. Yeah, you know, I one of my favorite movies is that Chariots of Fire. Yes, and I love that that you know that scene where Eric is talking to his sister. His sister's pleading with him to. Hey, you were meant for China. You were, you were just, you need to be in China to go be a missionary. And he goes, yes, yes, I know, I know, I know, but God has made me fast and I feel God's pleasure on me. Yes, that's incredible. When I run. I just looked up that quote. He says, I believe God made me for a purpose, but he also made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. Awesome. If you have a gift in this, you understand that. It really is true. You feel at home in the right place when you're excelling and, and, uh, and running for, for God's pleasure. It's an incredible feeling. 
So you got to experience that in college then, becoming a, starting college, not being a Christian, but then accepting Christ and then Christ coming into your life. And how was that transition for you being at a, like you say, a, a very volatile place, a very, you know, a lot of chaos going on in Southern Cal at the time at, at UCLA. And how was that in that transition of, of you to experience God's peace and joy running track? That's a very interesting question. Um, the transition was immediate and incredible. And I had several really good friends tell me something's changed in your life. Wow. And I thought that was great. And then they said, I liked you better the other way. <laughs> and I knew something had changed, but that didn't faze me at all. I was so excited about having a relationship with God and knowing my purpose and my significance and knowing that I was loved and I had a father in heaven that cared for me. It was just an incredible feeling. And the transition was sudden and it was, it was in depth. And I got a lot of um, discipling right away by these, these other young men. And uh, that was really key and instrumental in my growth. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, Paul, so you were there at 68 or 72. I mean, down in, in California, we had the, the Jesus movement exploding. I mean, I, I, just, I, I really love learning about that time, and it's, it's a pivotal time. We're still seeing the effects of it today, you know? So, so being down there during that time, what was that like for you, just being part of the, the Jesus, one of the Jesus people, you know? It was incredible. We, at that time, as Christians, we were breaking out of a mold, and we were looking at, at, at Christ from outside the box instead of inside. And I can remember people would come up to us, we'd wear a white armband to, uh, during the, the protests, the Vietnam protests, and people were wearing black bands, and they would say, well, why are you wearing a white band? And we would tell them, because only Christ can change a heart and a life, and that's the only way Vietnam will ever be settled. Wow. And it was an incredible time, um, just a fresh time. Uh, uh, the Holy Spirit was being poured out in a new way on, on young kids, and kids were just, the transitions, transformations in their life were incredible. Hmm. And, and you could see it almost daily, different ones coming to Christ and be beginning to grow and having a meaning and a purpose in life. Wow. How hmm. awesome, man. Yeah. I recently uh, watched a, a documentary on Keith Green and he, he came to Christ, I believe in 75, somewhere in there, but he, he I know he, he, he was in and out of that scene. He was in the music scene in Southern California and, uh, and he was rubbing shoulders with Randy Stonehill and different different people that were Christians mm -hmm. that became Christians in what you're talking about in the Jesus movement that you were talking about, Pablo. And it was just fascinating. And then you mentioned the white armbands. I recently w watched a documentary on the six 1968 Olympics, the Summer Games, and uh, talking about you know the the guys from San Jose State and the you know and all of that and and all the things that all the 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 the, the tragic things that were happening to you know, to, to black people and black athletes. And, and so, um, man, it was really interesting, you know, and we had a great camaraderie, the, the African-American and, and Caucasian students on, on the track team. And one of my teammates, John Smith and Wayne Collette were both in that Olympics and Wayne Collette earned a medal second or third place. And, and he did raise his hand and, um, they, they disqualified him. The Olympic committee did Wayne's, uh, Wayne Collette was one of the nicest human beings on earth you would ever want to meet. And he just kind of got swept up into that and um, incredible human being. But it was, it was a time of really searching and asking a lot of questions about the meaning and the purpose of life. And especially with African-Americans in our culture, what was, what was their place and their position? And, you know, our team was almost like a bit of heaven. Hmm. We got along really well. We loved each other oh, and we competed awesome. together and competed 
uh, our heart out for each other as teammates, and it was just a, a really phenomenal time. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, it is. That's the way God, God intended it for to be. So, Well, you went on. You eventually ended up in Wyoming as a teacher in Laramie. That's correct. And, uh, at Laramie High School, and um, you got involved with FCA there. Tell us how that, that started and how you got involved with the Fellowship of Christian well, When I arrived in, in Laramie, Wyoming, I had a, a, a female volleyball coach come up to me and said, we have an FCA in junior high, we have an FCA in college, but we need one in the high school. Would you start one? Hmm. And I didn't really know what she was talking about, <laughs> but I prayed about it, and I really felt that if we could get high school kids connected with Christ, that their parents would come to church and come to Christ. Hmm. And it did happen in many ways. And and so through a, a lot of uh, turmoil, there was a little bit of opposition in the beginning, but I had good guidance through the FCA staff. And we started a chapter of Fellowship of Christian Athletes at Laramie High School, and that ran for the 13 years that I was there. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And uh, while you were there, what sports did you coach? I coached track and cross country. Track and cross country. Yeah, I was very involved. I had the pleasure of coaching my own son, which was really exciting. Fun. And yeah. It had, a, it had a really great experience, and the kids were really good. So wh- what what was one of the things that you really enjoyed most about having the club in the high school and like what what kind of stories, what transformations or... We were very fortunate that we could invite uh, local pastors to come in and, yeah. and every Easter we had a, a big evangelistic Easter. Wow. Uh, we'd bring in pizzas and invite uh, kids to come in and we would have as many as 100, 120 <sighs> kids come in. Wow. And I remember one of my athletes saying that um, there's something... These kids have that I don't have. Wow! I mean, the, the the FCA was a light in school, and kids that weren't connected to anything could really see that there was a connectedness they could have with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yeah. Yep. Really exciting times. Watching kids come in and grow and go out, and many have become one of my my, my students is a director, FCA director in Wyoming, Aaron Frude. Oh, Aaron! And that just... was really exciting to have him come through the FCA and yeah. become a Christian. Do that. He was here for the the bowl game. Yeah, we were talking I, to him, right? Yeah, and then yep. I just recently at a conference, I got to visit with him and. Yeah, we love Aaron. and uh, Very exciting. My wife and I got to uh, do some marriage counseling with them as well. Wow. Premarital care- counseling. Oh, that's and they, they have a great marriage and four really young kids, great kids. Well, you know, being a part of a, you know, a movement, an agency on campus like FCA, being able to instill some everlasting hope, what was that like for you to, to know that, I mean, yeah, you were teaching your classes, you were coaching your, your athletes, but then also being an advisor of SCA, um, what would you have, what, what kind of advice would you say to maybe somebody listening today? Maybe they've got a son or a daughter or a grandson or granddaughter, or maybe there's a coach out there, there or a teacher that would want to get involved. Um, why should they get involved with that? And, and what kind of hope were you able to, to it, instill it can, with kids? Every Monday I would meet with my leadership team and we would plan out the meetings for that week. And that was just a great opportunity to get together with a nucleus of kids. Mm. And then to see kids come that weren't connected to anything, that were kind of wandering, to get connected with Christian kids and with Christ themselves. It was just a great opportunity. And, and I think that, that the presence of FCA on our campus really calmed our school down. And it really, um, those kids were involved in student government. The FCA kids were involved in sports. They were involved in all clubs. And they really had a calming experience on our on our campus. It was really exciting to see that and just see the kids come in and grow in their Christian life. It was, mm-hmm. it was really phenomenal and then go on and be successful in life at other things. 
Yeah, what, what you just described is um, for many folks, they might not know what what, what does FCA look like in this school. What it, what is it? You know, and and I like how you just described. You would meet with your leadership team mm-hmm. prior to the meeting with that nucleus group, and then you would have the meeting. And and that's folks, that's what um, FCA is in the school system. We're, we're able to come in and, and alongside the teachers and coaches and students, and and equip the students on how to be leaders, not just for their sport, but in life, and how to be leaders who who boldly share their faith and 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 pave the way for their peers to live out Christ on their campus. So that's a typical format. We'll have a teacher and coach um, who will facilitate, uh, kind of herd these these kids. Sometimes it's like herding cats, but you bring them together, yeah. you invest in them as leaders, and then they oftentimes will, will run the meeting, you know, with, with welcoming the kids and sharing a devotion or reaching out to a local youth pastor or pastor to come and share a word. And, and um, we have seen so many stories of kids who have avoided suicide because they were invited to an FCA meeting and they gave their life to Christ and realized that wasn't the way out. And that, that was a recent thing here in, in Boise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so encouraging to hear someone who's a part of it for, for so I, long. I'd really like to comment on that. Before, we, before FCA began at Laramie, there were f- suicides every year for five or six years. Mm. And the year we began our FCA, at the same time, a group of moms would come into the parking lot and pray for the school, pray for the kids. There wasn't a suicide in the 13 years. Wow. It was amazing. And I have to believe that God had a calming experience. That's what I mean by a calming yeah. experience. You know, kids knew there were other other alternatives to their problems. Yes. Great opportunity. Yep. Wow. Well, there's in these days, and, you know, we've had some school shootings, and and like you said, there's been suicides, you know, in, in, in the area and around. I mean, it's just that these are uh, rough times, aren't they? They're very difficult for the students. They're not quite sure how to handle those kinds of things. It's really a, a time when, when the FCA kids can, can right. come together and encourage other kids that are struggling. Yeah. It just really seems like there's been a, just a devaluing of life. The, the price tag of life is so low, and, uh, and kids are having a hard time with that. And the, the message of, of, of Christ and, and, and who they are in Christ and why they were created, who they are, and, and that that Jesus is crazy about them and died for them on the cross and that they have an important part to play in the body of Christ, I, I think is such a, a relevant message. It, it's, it's relevant today, maybe more than ever, you know, uh, in, in these times, I'm sure it was back in the late sixties and early seventies too. Yeah, absolutely. Can the, um, the high school kids in the hallway, you can walk up and down and they're lonely. They're, they want to be loved. They want to belong to something. And FCA gives them an opportunity to do that, to experience the significance of being a part of God's family. Mm-hmm. And it gives them great value. Well, Coach, um, it's been a blessing to have you on the air. And it's gone by so quickly, hasn't it? We got to have, we're going to have to have him back on soon. <laughs> we can't go another hour. <laughs> <laughs> we need to. But uh, I just want to say on behalf of um, parents and FCA here in Idaho and, and Wyoming, thank you for just all of the time that you've you've poured in and using your gifts and talents to help be a leader of leaders there on campus of, uh, at Laramie high school. But also, I mean, you're involved in coaches ministry here in the Valley and pouring into coaches, both young and older coaches. Mm -hmm. And we sure appreciate that. And thank you and your wife for just your support. I know you're involved in the couples weekend last fall. Loved it. It was a great weekend. Yeah. So we're looking forward to having you being on the, you and Judy having being on the planning team for that this year. We're looking forward to that. And uh, just being able to 
to see God glorified in marriages and in our area. So, so thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much. Well, Pablo, it's great to be on the air with you, and thanks again for being here. Hey, always a fun time, and then thank you, Paul, for, Paul, for coming out. Thank you, guys. Yeah. And I, I'd like to encourage any uh, coaches or teachers out there that, that are a little bit nervous about sponsorship, don't. It's a very easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Get involved. Those kids are begging for you. They need mm-hmm. you. They want you. Mm-hmm. Step up. Well, folks, if you want to get involved with FCA, you can go to our website at fcaidaho.org. You can, there's a contact page there. You can get our contact info for the staff here in Idaho and uh, emails and phone numbers. And we can get you plugged in at a school or if you want like to volunteer, or if you want to get involved in camp or register for camp, or you just want to talk to us about some different ideas you have and, and uh, that God is, you know, it, it's, it, you know, you doing, being involved in sports ministry, ministry has been very creative and uh, so God's given us some creative ways to minister so you can get that information at fcaidaho.org so Paul and, and Pablo thanks for being on the show this morning thanks, thank you Ken.